If you feel that life is just giving you more than you can handle, please realize that you are not alone. Welcome to Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out with your hosts, the founders of Abba Daddy House, Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We're here to listen and provide help for you and others. At last, you have a place to speak out and be heard. Now, here are your hosts, Annette and Myrna. Welcome to Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out. We are glad you have joined us in our little time today together. Hey, Myrna, do you remember the time you were sitting in the woods having a quiet time for yourself and you wrote a meditation on spider webs? Wow, let me think. Yep. Wow, that's been a while. It's still when we lived in the pole barns in the fifth wheels, like maybe 13 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that today? Yeah. Um, I thought we'd talk about spider webs and life. And life? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me think. I remember sitting on a stump. It was in, in the early morning, and I was, it, was, there was, it was the sunrise. I bet it was pretty out there that time in the morning. It was, it was beyond pretty. It was just so beautiful. But in the, in the beautifulness, is that a word? There was creepiness because I saw hundreds of spider webs woven from the ground to the trees and everywhere. Lots of spider webs. Hey, that sounds really like lots of spider webs. That means that there was a lot of spiders too, huh? Uh, yeah, the spider webs surrounded me. So I'm thinking, well, if the spider's webs are here, their little creators have to be here too because the, the webs were woven from, I mean, just like grass top to grass top and rock to rock and tree to tree and stump to stump. And it was interesting because the only ones that the sun revealed were visible. So I knew there were others lying within the shadows. I bet that was creepy. That would make me get up and run because you know what? I'm a runner. Yes, I've chased you a couple of times, Miss Annette. More than a couple of times, I'll bet. All right. So I don't like spiders or their sticky tangled webs. In because, you know, I mean, they're just little, but I just don't like them. In my logical mind, I knew the webs or their small, innocent creators can't harm me. Okay? In my logical mind. I don't, because you know what? I've been bitten by well, a spider yeah. twice. <laughs> but out here in Idaho, I have heard that they don't have those brown recluses like yeah, in Kansas. Do. They do? Oh, yeah. I looked okay. it up on the internet. Oh, okay. Well, everything's true on the internet. Uh, not a two. <laughs> <laughs> However, as I looked into the sun-revealed webs, I felt uneasy. I really didn't want to walk through them again, Annette. <laughs> I don't like the sticky, stringy, and tangled feeling I get. Yucky. I also don't like the possibility of a creepy, crawly spider on my arm, neck, legs, or head. Yeah. Hey, I had one in my bedroom one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those black, big, mm-hmm. yucky-looking spider, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it. I had my bug spray right by my bed. I, yeah. And I woke up to it being on my arm. Oh. Yeah. The ones... Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't that spider that's in the book, you know, was that book about that know. spider? One that 
she didn't want to kill it because it was her friend. Oh, um, Charlotte's Web. Yeah, Charlotte. It wasn't Charlotte. <laughs> you know what? I don't like spiders and snakes, and that ain't what it takes to love me. You can have your web and tangled forest. You know, somebody should write a song about that one part oh, you just said. Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be a, a good, good song. song. Yeah. <gasps> well, I don't like spiders. Back in Kansas, there was these black furry ones, and they jumped at you. I haven't found those out here. That was the one Vicky took as a pet in her aquarium. No, that's called a tarantula. (laughs) I don't like those either. Um, So I really think, but God had a purpose for me out there sitting on that stump. Because at that point, when I realized what I was surrounded by, which meant that webs, webs mean creatures, creatures mean spiders, and... Um, and then the sun moved, leaving me to make a major decision. I could stay in the shade and get cold, or I could move to another stump and be warm. I mean, that's the decision. Even if I decided to go in, I still had to move. I couldn't stay out there all day long. Creepy. I know that the only way I was going to get from one stump to the other and get warm again was to walk through the webs. Oh, that's real creepy. It, yeah. But that's the same dilemma I felt when God called us to Idaho from Kansas. You, you know what I mean? I mean, you think about it. Yeah. I was in my comfortable home that Larry and I raised our daughters in for 29 years, surrounded by my comfortable things in my comfortable little world doing good deeds. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I remember when God took us to Idaho, too. We packed up what little things we had left. Yeah, we gave a lot of things away. I don't think I don't think it would be a bunch of cobwebs, though, until we got here. Yeah, but, you know... Because we, we, well, we, we, those were expected webs because you had to sell a house and God sold it, you know, and that the expected webs of, I mean, we emptied out a three bedroom house and it was, yeah, it was surreal. And so we, those were the, those expected webs. But, but when we got here, some of the, some, and we also, there was expected webs when we got here too, because when we, there was no water, no sewer, no electricity. No telephone. Well, there was a cell phone. What do you mean, no sewer? We had we had sewer. It was a hole, hole in the, the ground. ground. <laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting. Once Larry moved us out here, and he had to go back to Kansas, he dug a hole for us out uh, in the trees. Uh-huh. That was our sewer. Think about spiders. And no lie. Web and bears. Yeah, nighttime. Yeah. Guess what I made you make me? A bucket with <laughs> a, a lid on it. A porta pot. Remember we talked about bucket and cans? Yeah. Well, that was a definite bucket. <laughs> that was definitely a bucket. <laughs> so those were the expected ones, though. Okay, because we were um, we expected those because we knew we weren't going to have all of those luxuries here. So, but some webs were hidden within the shadows. And the deceitfulness in people's hearts, the lies that were told about us, the unexpected opposition, we don't, we don't hold that against people because they had no idea who we were and what we were about. So that was okay. It really was okay. Um, 
They just didn't understand. We knew who we were, but they didn't. We were a threat to them. Right. And that's how people act when they're threatened. So it was like when I was sitting on the stump needing to decide whether to move or not to move. I had a decision to make in these human-made webs. I could stay on the stump of anger and let it grow into the shadow of bitterness. Or I could get off the stump, work through the anger, and just give it to God and walk in the warmth of his love. And Annette and I had to look through some of those things together because it was just her and I. I mean, Robert was here, but he didn't experience what we experienced. Oh, Robert was the type that just, whatever I said, you know, okay. Right. He was kind of oblivious to life. <laughs> yes, he was. So what we found out was the, the webs of life, whether they're expected or unexpected, only stick if you let them, and they only stick as long as you let them. Well, some of them would stick, but you could give them to God. That's right. You know? And you know what? When you talk about the webs only stick if you let them, it's kind of like when God talks about turning the other cheek. What do you mean by that? Um, well, you got two cheeks, you know, on both sides of your face, but you got two other cheeks, and that means... That you, um, um, that you, if somebody offends you, then what do you do? You turn around and walk away. Okay, so two cheeks are up here on your face. Two cheeks are below. And two cheeks are below. So that, so that, as far as if somebody throws you a, a web, you can walk away from it so it doesn't even stick to you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Walking through the webs, it's uncomfortable. So you do what you must do to shield yourself from their attack. Yeah. And when we come from break, we're going to talk about that shielding yourself and how you do that. Because, you know, I don't think we're the only ones in this world that don't like spider webs. I mean, think of the Halloween stuff and the decorations and all those. I don't even like that stuff because it's reminded me of how sticky everything is. So we will talk with you on the other side of break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a testimony of God's healing power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. 
We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbadaddyHouse.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse 7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette. Okay, so we've been talking about spider webs and spider webs of life, the expected webs and the unexpected. And walking through the webs is uncomfortable, so you do what you must do to shield yourself from the attack. So you shield yourself so the webs don't stick to you? Right. Instead, they cling to the shield, not you, right? I would prefer that, yes. Uh, yeah, me too. Because I can put the shield down. I don't have to brush him this, the spider webs off Sometimes of peel the spider webs oh. off of you. Yeah, it's easier to walk through the webs when you have a shield. The chance of getting a spider on you lessens, and so does your anxiety. Sometimes you get in a hurry, or you're not thinking very clearly, then you forget your shield. You walk right smack into the middle of a bunch of webs before you even know it. There you stand with webs in your hair, across your face. That makes me want to just take my fingers across my face right now. (laughs) Down your arms. I'm brushing my arms off, guys. And even around your feet. You know what? What? That sounds like humans. We are creatures of habits. Always going back to the same old track. We say to ourselves... Now what do we do? Do we turn back? Do we stand still? Or do we move forward? As we said before, all those will not guarantee that you won't get more spiders or webs. Well, maybe we should learn to armor up before we move forward, huh? Yeah, it's probably a good thing to get that armor going before we get out of bed, right? Yeah. Because sometimes those webs are right there. In the spider web dilemmas of life, There are some we walk into fully armored with our shield of salvation. It's kind of like those expected ones. We know what we're walking into. We can cling to our shield and and handle it because our faith in Jesus Christ removes all obstacles. We don't remove it. Our faith in Jesus removes it. Those are the webs of life we expect and therefore handle well, kind of like... um, Problems with teens, like curfews. I'm talking about the minimal problems with teens. <laughs> curfews, usage on the Internet, um, and data usage, stuff like that. And maybe challenges at work. You didn't get a report in. Um, or the flu or a cold every once in a while. You know, just those things that... Or my books I ain't got done because of broken arm. Yeah, that, that would be it. Or how about the unexpected webs of life that entangle us? Suicide, and we're going to introduce to you, and some of you may already know this word, it's called bullicide, and that is suicide that is a direct result from someone being bullied. 
we're reading material on um, on bullying, and you'll probably be hearing some stuff about that later on down the road. But it's called bullicide. Also, those unexpected webs of job loss, financial back bankruptcy, illnesses, all of those unexpected webs. You can name them. You may be experiencing them right now in your life. Those unexpected deaths. Any unexpected loss, you you will grieve. That's what we do. If you go grieve over a lot of things, it yes. doesn't have to be death. No. I mean, no. grieving is a natural process exactly. of the human being. That's right. There you stand right smack in the middle of the sticky, clinging, yucky web of life. Your faith has been dealt a mighty blow. You feel helpless, hopeless, faithless. Fear begins to overcome you. Unsteadiness sets in. Anxiety takes over. Your peaceful life of yesterday is gone. Now you contemplate your position. Once your paralysis of the situation subsides, you ask yourself, what am I going to do now? Um, let me say this one, Marta. Okay. Every situation has its own determination. Every situation and has its own determination. Right. What do you, that's kind of, that has a good ring to it. What do you mean? I think I said this one before. You either retreat. Okay. You either freeze and hang on to God and move forward. Okay. But if you think about it, no matter which one you choose, they all require a certain amount of faith. Okay, wait a minute. Do you know what just reminded me? Our former pastor, Pastor Harold, mm-hmm. remember what he used to always say? Hang on to Jesus for what it's all worth, for all it's worth. That's yeah. what he would say. Hang on to Jesus for all it's worth. Every time I had to go get cancer, I mean, go get chemo, chemo. for my cancer, mm-hmm. he sent me a card with that yep. on it. Hang on to Jesus yeah. for all it's worth. He was always good for mailing me cards yes, when I was. needed it with that saying uh-huh. on it. Yep. And I still think about Pastor Harold a lot. So you retreat, freeze, or hang on to God, huh? Uh-huh. What about retreat? Retreat you may mean you have to apologize to someone you have hurt. And you know what? That's a very hard thing to do because that means you're admitting you're wrong. Ooh, ooh. Sometimes that is hard. That's, that's the pride thing. Yeah. yeah. Having faith that even in doing what is right, God will honor you. Think about it. Does that mean your relationship will be renewed? Um, apologizing to someone does that mean they're going to say oh I forgive you and open arms and say yeah, let's be on, buddies come now back in. nope no doesn't mean that does that mean your relationship with that person will go back to the way it was you way it used to be nope, nope. but that is what faith is all about yeah kind of like in Psalms 25 12b God will instruct him or her in the way chosen for them okay time out I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you about this, because that scripture says God will instruct him. Let's, so let's go. God will instruct you in the way God has chosen for you. All right. I'm going to stop you on this one, because I want to know what free will. God's, God created us with a free will. Where's the free will in that thing right there? Uh, that's for people who believe in Christ, and you give your will to Christ. You've got free will. You can choose not to go that way. Okay. And a lot of people choose not to follow Christ. Okay. But... When you choose to follow Christ, then you give up your will to Christ. Because we know Christ is right, 
We know God has chosen our path for us, and we follow God's will. Okay. And we can choose not to follow God's will. So, as a believer in Christ, as Him as our Savior, then He'll instruct us down the road that we should go, and we mm-hmm. should, and if we, and and we can choose that, or we can choose not, that. or we can choose not not to do that. It's kind of like and when, when he we ta- choose not to do that, we get the spider webs. And oh, the we, spiders oh my God! With, yeah, because we could have chose to not come to Idaho. Mm-hmm. We could have chose to 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 not leave everybody back there and leave everything we owned. And, and you know what? What? If I had chose to stay back there, Robert would have died with me alone, and what would I have done? Yeah. I chose to come here. Yep. It's okay, baby. It's okay. Okay, I'll take it. So, um, we have what we do. We have a we have a will, and we can we can we can go with God, or we can go against God. And we did. We chose to go with God and move out here. We left everything, family and everything. Excuse me. Back there. I thank God that I chose to follow him because I had some people with me when Robert died. Yep. People you did. that loved me and put their arms around me. Yeah. I would have been all by myself yeah. when Robert died and I wasn't. Nope, you weren't. You had a whole bunch of people here supporting you. And the thing is, we were, they all, three of those people weren't even supposed to be here. I know. God brought them here from he Kansas. He did. He brought them here. It was pretty awesome. Um, pretty awesome thing that happened that night. My son was a mentally challenged kid, and he loved me so much. Yes, he did. He loved his mama. God had me go on a four-hour ride with him on a four-wheeler a week before he died. Yep. I would not have got that. I thought they got lost. I would not have got that. No. If I was in Kansas. No, you would not have gotten that. We got to see the dog and three horses follow Mm -hmm. him on a four-wheeler up to the house where he died. Yep. It was a beautiful scenery. It was. It was. It was. That was our last memory of Robert. Was yeah. he? Um, him and the the horses and the dog were come going up the the driveway to to the pole barn. And the night before he died, Robert and the dog was in bed with me because of a thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what God does? He creates beautiful, wonderful memories for you if you're trusting. Yeah, he does. If I was in Kansas. I would have had horrifying ones because Robert would have died with me alone in my house. And I would have freaked out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known what to do. Yeah, I had you guys t- to perform CPR on yep. him. I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have, I couldn't have done nothing because I froze and I was, throwing, right. I was throwing big pieces of wood. That's all I could do because I freaked out. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It was wonderful. Having you guys here, and I want to thank you on the radio for being my best friend. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. I loved Robert very much. Robert loved her. <laughs> Robert didn't have friends. He was he was a nice child. People didn't like Robert because he was mainly challenged. Mm-hmm. Even in my family, yeah. people didn't like him. He was a neat kid. I but wish he, you guys could have met him. He was He was a very special friend of mine. And I thought of him as a son. He'd come to you when he needed someone to yeah. talk to. Him and I got close. So he was a spider web, but then he wasn't. Yeah, he was clingy. Other, he was clingy, <laughs> but then he was a loving cling. But you know what? If you reach for your shield of faith, yep. no matter how hard it is when the webs are engulfing you, and read Psalm 4610, yeah. it says, Be still and know I am God. I had to be still the night he died. Mm. 
I asked God why he was taking him. He had me reach my arms out. And he lifted Robert. I felt him lift Robert out of my arms. And he said, Annette, I only loaned him to you. And it wasn't too long after that that I got a poem that talks about that. And if we have time, I'll read that poem to you. So, yeah. So sometimes when we retreat, it's because God needs to instruct us. Sometimes we need to stand still and God needs to say, shh, just be still. Know that I'm in control. Know that I am God. Okay? Just be still. Know that I'm God. And sometimes God has to tell me, shh, really strongly. Know, Myrna, that I'm God. I've got this one handled. And I could tell you a miraculous story. But you know what? We want to save that miraculous story for the the for the show that we're going to talk about miracles. And I'm going to put that little pun in there about mail, email us, abadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com with your miracle story. We want to have a whole show of miracles. We're just going to read them off and talk about them. So send us your miracles. We know they're out there. We yeah. know you have them. We don't have to use your name or anything. We just we'll want to. We use whatever you send exactly. us. Exactly. We will use what you send us. So miracles, and they're out there. So sometimes God does say, shh, be still. Know that I'm God. I got this one handled, people. All right. Retreating and standing still have somewhat of a safety factor built in. You take your chances of not accumulating any more webs. Because if you retreat, that means you're going back the way you came and the, the spider hasn't made any more webs yet, if you're fast. And if you stand still, you're not going to have the spider, hopefully you don't stand there long enough that the spider can make more webs on you. On the other hand, moving forward definitely assures that the webs are waiting for their next victim. And that's you. Yeah, right. Okay. So, with each move, you still have a decision to make. Do you take your shield with you, or do you try it on your own? And I tell you what, I've tried it on my own, and it doesn't work. If you go on your own, you're rebelling against God. That's usually when pride kicks in, and faith takes a walk in the opposite direction. Been there, done that. Again, when you rebel against God, that's when pride kicks in. Faith takes a walk in the opposite direction. In the Bible, Proverbs one thirty three says, But whoever listens to God will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. It doesn't say we're going to make mistakes. It says that we're going to live in safety and, li- and be at ease without fear of harm. After the prayer of salvation. If, you got, if there's anybody out there, that really wants to know about God or accept God, you can call us here at the radio station and we'll pray the prayer of salvation with you. Or after the show, you can call us at 208-962-7384. Because really, guys, we all get entangled in the webs of life, and Jesus is our only Savior. He's the one that brings us out. And I'm going to share with you later. Annette doesn't even know I'm going to share this because I haven't talked to her about any of what I'm going to share later about what God revealed to me yesterday morning in my, in my quiet time, which is my prayer time with him. So we will continue our talk about webs, expected and unexpected, as we, when we come back from break.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbbaDaddyHouse.org. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to abbadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette. Before we went to break, Annette had mentioned about a poem that she would like to read that has to do with um, what God gave her after her son Robert had died, and she has that poem, so she's going to read it for you guys. And this poem is written by Edgar Gust. It's called God's Child on Loan. I'll lend you for a little time a child of mine, God said, for you to love the while he lives and mourn for him when dead. It may be six or seven years, or twenty-two or three, but will you till I call him, take care of him for me? He'll bring his charms to gladden you, and if his day be brief, you'll have his lovely memories as solace for for your grief. I cannot promise he will stay, since all from earth return. But there are lessons taught down there I want this child to learn. I'll look, I looked the world, the wide world over in my search for teachers true. But from this throne that crowds life's way, I have selected you. Now will you give him all your love? Not think that labor vain, nor hate me when I call, come to call him back again. I fancy that I heard you say, Dear Lord, that will be done. For all the joys a child shall share, the risk of grief will run. We'll shelter him with tenderness. We'll love him while we may. And for the happiness we've known, forever grateful stay. But shall the angels call for him much sooner than we've planned? We'll brave the bitter grief 
that comes and try to understand. And that's the poem that, again, that God brought Annette shortly after that, um, Robert died. And that's a pretty neat poem. Yes, it touches my heart a lot. So we've talked about retreating, standing still with the spider webs, and um, now we're going to go into um, the one who listens to God. Oh, yeah, the one who listens to God. Let me see. I surely have tried my way and skinned my knees, my head and my cheeks. I, I, let's see, I did fall not too long ago, <laughs> my shoulder and my arm. Uh, I guess I proceeded with whatever shield he provided. I can name a few. Shield of feelings, the presence of Jesus, sh uh, shield of a friend who sticks closer than a sister. I think that's you. Mm -hmm. That's you. Uh, or a brother. Another one is shield of God's promises, knowledge of knowing he will never break his word and he doesn't. No lie. I mean, even when he took my child, he uh, or his child loaned me, he explained why he took him. Uh, shield of faith amongst the shadows because God gives us our measure of faith. He's kept me standing up, and I've had some pretty good blows. Yeah. Uh, Proverbs 2, 7 through 8, as you walk through the webs of your life, remember, this is the scripture. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield of those who walk blameless, for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of the faithful ones. I mean, think about it. God does protect the faithful ones. He, he walks with us. He protects us. We doesn't mean we won't skin our nose. doesn't That's mean right. we won't have problems. I mean, I got cancer, mm -hmm. and I broke my arm, and I'm... It's going to take me two years to get my arm back because it, it was so severe. I mean, my muscle broke off into the bone of my arm, and it killed part of my arm, and it won't heal. Yeah. But I'm getting used back in it. It's going to take a long time, mm -hmm. but God will walk with me That's through right. it. That's right. That's that faith walk of walking through the web. I've got RA, <coughs> which affects my blood. Um, one of the things I want to share is that there was I, – I had – allowed um, Satan, who's the biggest web maker of them all, because he will spin lies, and we will take those lies and allow him to spin them around us. And Because we're human. Because we're human, and at times our faith isn't strong enough, to, or we're just weak. And he, I, had, I had built a grudge up against someone. And obviously, I'm not going to say who, but I had built a grudge up against someone, and I had allowed that those webs to so entangle me that I was like mummified, and it it actually bogged me down to the point that I was depressed, and I mean, really getting depressed, and I could feel it just pulling me and pulling me and tightening in, and I did not want to be around this person. I did not want to speak to this person. I made myself speak to this person, but it was a very short conversation. And then I exited myself because I held the grudge, and that was wrong. And so I, I went to God yesterday morning, and I prayed about that. I said, Lord, I got I to gotta get out of this. I'm still holding a grudge. 
back of, of what this person had said and did. And and so we went to prayer, and he showed me how I was mummified. And he showed me how I fell into Satan's web. And you know how, let me think, how a spider will take its prey and just do a web around it, make a web around it to where it's, you don't see anything but the web. Isn't that what spiders do? And that's where I was. I was in that grip of grudge. That's a pretty good term, grip of grudge. And I allowed Satan to do it. And I didn't like it. I was like suffocating. And, and God told me no more. You, you can either stay in the grip of grudge or you can get out of it. What do you want to do? And, you know, is this working for you, Myrna? No. So I asked God to forgive me. And, and he set me free from that. And I wasn't mummified anymore. And I could literally feel, for the analogy of today, that, that mummification, those spider webs, that web that had engulfed me and surrounded me and mummified me. I could feel Jesus just taking his mighty scissors of healing and cutting me out of that cocoon, out of that web, that webbing that Satan um, had I had allowed Satan to do because he couldn't do it without my permission. <laughs> he couldn't do it without me allowing that. I fell into that sin. And it was like, <sighs> just like that. And it was awesome. It was gone. The heaviness was gone. The entanglement was gone. I prayed for that person for the, sincerely, I had a heart for that person, sincerely. I had prayed before, but it wasn't sincere. I said the words, but it wasn't from the heart. And I was wrong, and God forgave me. And it was an awesome feeling. So, yeah, we have to watch out, because Satan will. We will allow him to start that little web around us, and then we get caught up in it. But Jesus has, Jesus is the web breaker, because he sets us free. So, Annette didn't know anything about that. I kind of wanted to save it for today. But we want to share, too, some of our faith walk. That one was obviously not a faith walk. That was a web entanglement. That was part of my life that I allowed my web to be entangled with. What was a faith walk of yours, Annette, besides Robert's death? Mm. Um... I've had to let some things go that's been done against me, and I've had to give that to God mm-hmm. because, I mean, it's hard to talk about because mm-hmm. I've had to let lots of bitterness go. And the one thing is I always had problems with men because of what happened to me as a child that I've had a lot of issues with. And so I've had to let that go, which is a big faith walk for me. It is. And those things are things I let go. Right. Another faith walk was um, on our way out here in July of 2005. We had actually borrowed a truck from someone to haul out the fifth wheel that Larry had to re- that was donated to us, and then Larry rebuilt, and it had our clothes in it. I mean, everything that Annette and Robert and Larry and I owned was in that fifth wheel, and it was packed. But it broke down. That pickup, that truck, whatever they're called, broke down on it on the interstate. And um, there we were, 
stranded. We didn't we didn't have phone service. We were and no one stopped to help us. <laughs> and we prayed and it was neat because um, when we turned when we looked back there was a double rainbow. And it was that was so revealing. It was awesome because it showed us, hey, God was telling us, I've promised you good things, and we and you're going to get help. You're going to get through this, and so um, we did. We got through it. It wasn't a it wasn't a fun go through, but we got through it. And I loved that double rainbow. We just saw a rainbow here a couple of weeks ago. We saw the end of the rainbow. Yeah, it was so funny because we Myrna, Myrna looked at me. We were driving heading to our other job and Myrna looks at me and she goes there's a rainbow and it is a pretty rainbow and I go wow that is and I says I wonder where the end of it is and Myrna was driving a little farther and she looked she goes look at it it's touching the end the, the what was it the, that the trees and the ground yeah it was over by the where the water goes and stuff and it was so cool looking I said hey Myrna there ain't a pot at the end of the rainbow <laughs> no it's just God's promises yeah <laughs> Yeah, but it was so neat because we did see the bottom of the rainbow, guys, yeah, and it was just full of God's promises. That's it, all it was. It was all the colors just spread out on the grass right it there. It was. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. No cobwebs. None. None. Zero zap. None. None. That's what God gives us is freedom from the cobwebs. That's right. And beautiful color. That's, That's right. What it gives you in your heart. You know, another what? I got another one. What do you got? Ferdinand the Bull. <gasps> Ferdinand Oh, Josh. Bull. He Some... hated me. He did, guys. He hated me. Myrna and I were fixing the fence down here when we first Fixing? We were building, we were building it. <laughs> we were trying to put the gate in. And my brother, the one that molested me in the book we wrote, anyway, he, uh, I had to get rid of my anger because I was angry at him. So we were digging the poles for the fence. And I'm making it short because we're going to go to break. But... I had to come up and get a tool from Myrna. So I was running up here, going through the gate, and Ferdinand the Bull was there. And he was ready to chase me, so I had to run from the gate to the pole barn. And, man, I took off running. He just about got me. So I had to bring out my dog to chase him off to get back to Myrna. <laughs> we'll have to read you a story about Ferdinand one of these days. Yeah. We will share with you some more of Web Entanglements and our Faith Walk on the other side of break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a testimony of God's healing power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. 
the Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbbaDaddyHouse.org. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette. Okay, we are back. We've been talking about web, we've been talking about web, spider webs, unexpected, expected in our faith walk and how webs entangle us. And I, I shared a personal story with you, and Annette is bugging me to death to read Ferdinand, Ferdinand the Bull story. And so we're going to have to try to get it, and I'm going to let her try to find that. And while she's trying to get that, I'm going to also share with you that our faith walk included, we had a public hearing, and we had asked Christians to come and be on our our side for this public hearing because there was a lot of opposition that people gave against us, uh, building, again, because they didn't understand. They just didn't understand what we were doing. And so there was a courtroom full of opposition, and nobody, not one single person, showed up to support us. But again, this was in October of 2005, and we just moved here in August. And so, again, we don't we don't hold that against anyone because that's, they didn't understand us. But it was that was a faith walk, and we could have let it be a web entanglement, but it didn't become one because. We understood the people's fear, totally understood the people's fear. And you know what? These people out here, Idahoans, and we call ourselves Idahoans now because we are so proud of, to be a part of Idaho and to be a part of this community. They are the most giving, loving people that you will ever meet, right. and we love them to death. So there was another, um, let me see. When we were living, yeah, a faith walk also was when we lived in the fifth wheels for five years. That was a definite faith walk because it was just, um, yeah, we, you know, had to fill the, the, um, the tanks every day. We had to empty the sewer every day, and it was, it was a. It was interesting, and I don't want to ever go camping again, even in a tent or anything else. Don't want to go there. Don't want to um, experience camping again. That's that was it for me. I want my running water and my electricity. And I'll go look at for Annette if you'll take over the mic. Okay. We lived in those campers, and we had a lot. I mean, we had to build a. A styrofoam casement around 
the hot, the water tank, and Myrna decided she was going to stand on a round log to build that, and she didn't realize a round log would roll, and she fell and went right through our styrofoam casement that went on that hot water tank, or the water tank. Can you imagine a log, a round log rolling? Yeah. I found Ferdinand. I did. Okay, but... Myrna decided she wouldn't stand on wrong logs anymore. No. All right, so here we go. This was written in August of 2005. That was when Ferdinand the Bull was quit chasing me and decided to yeah. chase our hay bales. Probably the most exciting excitement we've had is with Ferdinand the Bull. About two weeks ago on a Friday night at dusk when a shallow mist was falling from the sky, Ferdinand decided to partake very generously from the hay that was stacked along the north side of the pole barn. And we stacked that hay there because we were getting ready for winter. Annette and I bravely ran out the barn door around the corner only to come nose to nose with Ferdinand, who decided that he was not backing down this time. He wanted that hay and he claimed it. The usual, hey, get out of here, had no effect. We clapped our hands until they hurt. Still, Ferdinand did not retreat. Instead, he stepped away from the hay bale and then quickly turned around as quick as a one-ton bull can turn. The stare game begins. I wasn't too concerned with Annette until Annette informed me that the bull had company. No, not other bulls or even a cow or two. He had company. Now, I can deal with a one-ton bull a whole lot better than I can deal with a one-ton possessed bull. Since my mommy didn't raise no dummy, I raced to the barn, got the pickup keys, jumped in the rig, and took after Ferdinand. Annette went in the barn to get Brittany, the pit bull. Our arsenals are prepared. Ferdinand immediately took his position behind two pine trees, knowing that I could not reach him. But, alas, here came Annette with Brittany. The bull-headed bull took one look at the pit bull and hightailed it to the woods, away from the barn and the hay. Wow. Annette and Brittany successively ran off the hay thief. We returned to the barn and felt pretty satisfied until, 20 minutes later, when we heard Ferdinand devouring the hay bale. This time, Annette and Brittany were the first wave of defense. When this didn't deter him, the second wave arrived. Robert shot his rifle into the air. The nuisance retreated to the dark recesses of the forest. If that bull knows what is good for him, he will not return. However, to increase our defense strategy, I pulled the rig alongside the hay. We prayed about doing this since I'm not sure our vehicle insurance covers a head or body bang from a possessed bull. Wrong. That is, we were wrong. It, was, it isn't a matter of minutes that we hear the chomping again. Determined to defeat this Goliath, Annette and Brittany approached the villain who ran once more into the darkness. They pursued him as I followed along with a flashlight that really wasn't too flashy. The pursuit into the unknown darkness advanced. I then got, in, got to thinking and voicing my thoughts. Do we really know where the bull is? I mean, it's dark and we have no idea of this, his location. What would keep him from circling around behind us? keeping us safe from a safe retreat to the barn. Besides that, here we are in this dark and cold night, fighting a one-ton bull over a $2 hay bale. What's wrong with this picture? We humbly retreat while, he, while the retreating was good. Of course, Ferdinand took advantage of our logic, or lack thereof, and returned to feast just a little more. The time is now 11 p.m. How long have we been bullfighting? As I lay in bed and hear the enemy enjoying his victory, I strategize our next move. Early the next morning, I went to see what was the loss was from the night before. Oh my goodness, we lost a whopping $4 in hay. I immediately moved the rig 
Idaho term for big pickup truck. To implement the mammoth plan, I strategized in the dark late hours of night. At this point, it really wasn't a matter of finances. It was a matter of winning. Okay, control. All intact hay bales were, were moved from the north side of the barn to the inside of the barn. Ferdinand's leftover hay was then scattered on the floor of the pole barn to help keep the dust from flying. This plan left only traces of hay on the ground outside. Boy, if he thought he won last night, just wait until he shows up tonight. You know, the thief always comes with the darkness. And However, this time Ferdinand the bull showed him broad daylight while Annette and I were up the driveway fencing. Okay, so this is what she was talking about. So this next part clearly reveals how much of a city folk we are. We left the drive through door wide open, making it totally convenient for our friendly bull to step right in and eat away. Can you imagine how he must have chuckled? Yet we had a secret weapon. Not that we thought about him as a weapon, but it sounds more intelligent. Robert saved the day, or is it the hay, by closing the drive through door. Not knowing what was occurring at the barn, I sent Annette to retrieve more drinking water. She met head-on with Ferdinand, who literally chased Annette, being quick on her feet or flying by then. She escaped harm. Um, she, sure, she, she is sure she heard a faint gotcha from Ferdinand's direction. And you know what? We're not going to have time to finish this. You guys are just going to have to listen next week to finish, to listen to the rest of the story, because I'm going to mark it right here. We don't have time. I don't think we have time because well, we, we, we have to. We have. We don't have time because we need to. We need people to. We need people to send us your miracles. Okay, on abadaddyhouse seven at gmail dot com. So it's abadaddyhouse the number seven at gmail dot com. We want your miracle stories, and we'll be reading them on one of our shows in December, like you know Christmas miracles. And you're going to have to tune in next week to find out the rest of the. Ferdinand story. Ferdinand the bull. Yeah, because it's interesting what we did to end it. That's right. And you can also catch us on godsgirl7.com for Facebook, twitter.com on godgirl7, and you can go to our website, abadaddygirls.com, and of course, abadaddygirls.live for Voice America. We also want to tell you that we have a donate page on um, our website where you can go in and donate on the website because we are a, a nonprofit organization. We take that money, we, we provide pro bono counseling for people, and we also provide other people's, people help as far as assistance financially. And we also want to keep the business going so yes. that we can do the help for people. And so we do have finances we want to pay with some of that money. And... People, please call into our show. We like talking to you. Okay. Well, you'll find out Ferdinand Bull's story next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for being here this week. Be sure to join hosts Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher for another edition of Abadaddy Girls Speak Out next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy the upcoming weekend.